I had coffee with a friend this morning and went back to her house and her daughter was home and getting ready to, she just graduated from college. Right. So, well, Is that a good enough excuse to delay a podcast? To me, <laughs> to me, delaying a podcast is only something you do when there are invasive hippos in your backyard. <laughs> and you know, after watching all my perp um, interviews, the more detail you give about something, the more likely you, it is that you're lying. So I was wondering, well, Bailey said... Oh, no kidding. It was a daughter of a friend who was going to Chicago. And I'm like, did we need to know all that? So maybe. <laughs> right. I could have just said I was going to be late. Uh -huh. You're right. All right. I'll, I'll, think, I'll think more clearly about that next time. You got to watch those interviews. Have you guys ever watched them? Mm -mm. Did we ever talk about this? No. You're... I'm sure they're in other places too, but there's an... Um, a YouTube channel called, oh my God, what the heck, what, what are you doing in here? I just saw the door open. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. You know what he's trying to do? Trying to get my breakfast. That's what he's trying to do. Okay, there we go. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could remember the name of the channel. But anyway, they have all these interviews with, usually with murderers, right? And you get to see like the whole thing. And... They have commentary, too, about the techniques that the detective is using and then, like, the signs that mm. the perpetrator is, you know, lying and stuff. Right. And, like scratching uh, or, yeah. <laughs> well, it's so interesting because <clears throat> after a while you can really, you can really begin to recognize the, the technique that they're using. And then you're like, oh, yeah, look what he just said, you know. It is just so interesting. And I mean, some of these people, like the weirdest one of all was this kid who murdered his parents and his two brothers. Aye. And they had him in there for like eight hours. Holy shit. I don't know. It's just so weird. It, and just like how normal these, you know, you'd never guess, never guess. You know, none of them were like Richard Ramirez that you're like, this guy's obviously nuts, you know. So were they mostly confessions or was it just there was them getting to the bottom of the information? No, in most cases, they ended up being confessions. I mean, that's, and I don't know if that's maybe the point to the ones that they pick. I'm not right. sure. But ultimately, you know, they usually get them to break down. And uh, they're, Grace, they're crazy. Excuse me, Grace. Can we, are we recording the Zoom? Zoom. No. In case of disaster. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm not on, uh, and I'm not on airplane mode. Jeez, you got totally geez. distracted by your breakfast, Grace. I did. That's what happens when you get old, right? <laughs> And all we could hear was the sound of Grace chewing for an hour. <laughs> I know. Can you hear? Can you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, those interviews, I heard. I've heard that the more detailed, you know, it's almost like an SNL sketch. Somebody mm -hmm. lies, and they just keep adding. Yeah. To it. I, yeah. There's also something about when you ask somebody a question, if they look off to the right. They're remembering, mm -hmm. and if they look off to the left, they're making something up. Yeah, I've heard that. Something like that. Oh. Because your left brain is the imaginary part, imagination part. And, right. It's the yeah. creative part. Mm. So Isn't that interesting? There's all those little tells. So when the FBI gets you, you're done. Well, I love when they're like, you know, I know you want to be honest with us. I know you want to help us. You're a good person. You know, right. the person just slaughtered like 15 people. Right. You know, right. We right. know you're a good. And they're trying to build, they're trying to build them we up. We know you're a good person. Good and, yeah. Maybe it was yeah. just an accident, right. you know, and I always like give them this out, you know, and then 
See, the reason I can't close this door more firmly is because the this you know doorknob is so old it keeps falling off, and I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck in here forever. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> that would be excellent. The cat would have to we're, spring you. We're in our eighth hour of the podcast now, and Grace is right. still... <laughs> can't get out here kitty kitty <laughs> someone please help me oh my god so um hey i have a little sidebar so i was driving home from work the other day and i found something under my arm uh -oh. like what is i have a mold i'm like oh my god it was a tick see and it was so 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 small so i mean it was like the pencil tip it right. was tiny and i got you know i got home i couldn't get it off i got home and i coerced my son i put tweezers in his hand and said, you got to pull this out. How did you know it was a tick, though? I mean, if you couldn't. Well, so I, I was kind of working at it, and I thought, well, maybe it's just a little scab or, you know, a fat deposit or something, you know, that we get at our age. Um, if you listen real closely, you can hear him go. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so we pulled it out, and I, I put the magnifying glass on it, and even with the magnifying glass, I could... I almost couldn't see That's it. That's what they... It was so Oh, I creepy. thought you knew, like, while it was in your arm. I did. Oh. Because I couldn't get it. I couldn't pull it out with my fingertip. So that's why I had Jack use the... Was it itchy, at least, so you knew? No, it wasn't itchy. I just... For some... Maybe it was, and that's why I put mm. my hand on my armpit. That's but... what they said on that yeah. podcast so... I listened to, that the baby ones are the size of a poppy seed. Yeah. And they're just as bad as the others. I mean, they're... So I hate I hate oh. to dwell on this because it's just subject we've talked about before. But when you had twelve tick bites, did you have <laughs> did you pull twelve ticks off of you, or did you just have the bites? No, I they were there. I mean, at some they were there. Yeah, yeah. they they came out at some point. Is it itch now, Bailey? No, like mm -mm, crazy. Mm -mm. Well, you must have got it early then. Yeah, it was just on the edge there. The itching is bad. Okay, that's enough. All done. See, because I had I had a couple of bites on my ankle last week, and it just itched and itched and itched, and it still feels a little lumpy, but how the hell would you know? If there's a little black point right at the center of it, black point. if there's nothing there, there's not. either they got there all the way in, or it wasn't a tick bite. Uh -huh. Or it's a flea bite. Yeah, I right. think it's a flea bite, because fleas do like me. You know, I guess mm -hmm. they don't bite everyone, but they do bite me. Yeah, some people, they're mm. more attracted to certain people. Mosquitoes yeah. love me, too. My daughter's like that. It's insane. When she was little, we'd go away, and she'd we'd go to the Cape. Within day one, she'd have dozens of bites on her. Yeah, my mosquito bites get very large, too. Something about your metabolism or your makeup? Well, see, I don't know. I thought it was the pork chop thing, because um, <laughs> that's she... why I've been bitten four times by dogs because i smell like a pork chop wow. or something I don't do know. you now that's what my guess is why else would i get bitten by dogs four times does that, does that affect your dating life at all grace <laughs> for the better <laughs> oh baby oh boy pork chop <laughs> someone comes up at you with a little baroness sauce and... oh, yeah, yeah i've heard it's a exhalation thing that the amount of carbon dioxide or something is that right I don't, I don't know if that's right. This Sounds is, good. This is charboil chats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea. So my first note, I don't want to dwell on this because we've done this to death, is flatulism. We, oh, having edited the last two episodes, we did a lot on flatulism. <laughs> flatulism is like an activity. Flatulism, yeah. It's like professional performance. Versus flatulence, which is the actual the actual thing. I looked it up because the question was, is it a French thing? <laughs> I haven't read my notes lately, but a number of scattered references to ancient and medieval flatulists 
uh, who could produce various rhythms and pitches. St. Augustine <laughs> mentions performers who did have such command of their bowels that they can break wind continuously at will right. so as to produce the effect of singing. Singing? <laughs> could, you actually, could, they, could they actually form words? <laughs> it's like a little mouth. Thanks for that <laughs> visual. The professional farters of medieval Ireland were called... They are listed together with other performers and musicians in the 12th century. Tec Mituarta. The what? Um, what the what was that? So they uh, tech a diagram of the banqueting hall of Tara. Uh, <laughs> and then in the 13th century, there's a reference to Roland the Farter. Uh, <laughs> Roland the Farter! Is he like a member of the, the round table? He's a knight of the round table. <laughs> In order to keep his manner, apparently, he was obliged to perform every year at King Henry II's Christmas uh, extravaganza. He had to fart. He had to do one jump and whistle and one fart in order to keep his house. And if not, his head got cut off. Who recorded this stuff? And then in Japan, flatulists were known as hepiri atoko, farting men. <laughs> you made this entire thing... Now, uh, no, no, honestly. You made up this entire Right thing. out of Wikipedia. <laughs> Is he looking left? So apparently it's not a French, you know, strictly a French thing. It's, it's all over the world. Now, I think we probably should end our flatulence discussion there. It's easy to go off on topics like that because um, we have at, at work, we have a Thursday lunch that, you know, people just pop in and hang out. And somehow we got on anal glands of dogs the mm. other day, and that went on for far too long. <laughs> it's funny how we're fascinated by that. Why? Tangents, are, tangents are interesting because I was having, this friend I was having coffee with, we were talking about one thing, and she went off on something else for five or ten minutes. And then she said, where did that come from? Why did I start talking about that? And we just said tangents are part of right. conversation. They just, right. Yeah. I said, let's call them sidebars so they sound yeah. more intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm, yeah. I constantly like. I'm, I'm, I'm queen of sidebars. Uh, I thought I was because I feel, you know, this woman, in my last job, the woman who reported to me, she, um, you know, I had a safe word because <laughs> I would go off, on, you know, in our status meetings, I would just go off on shit all the time and it would, you know, and I would be, okay, just say like octopus or something and then i will know that or shut the fuck up grace (laughs) yeah pork chop (laughs) well that would be good too (laughs) and the other thing that i mentioned that i want to mention is the correction oh right oh yeah grace talked about about farting reading northwest passage about rogers rangers and you described basically the book and what the movie was with spencer tracy and then i went on and described an entirely different thing where you, you talked about them going west looking for the Northwest Passage and they attacked Indian villages. Oh. Canada? No. Yeah, well, it, you know, there were two parts of it. The first one, I think, was when they were in Massachusetts or something and going, like, up. Right. And then the second part was when they started going west, I think. St. Yeah. Francis. Oh, Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. Quebec. Yep. Quebec. And... That's how you have to say it if you're from... <laughs> and that was the French and Indian Wars, or Seven Years' War. And then I told a story about the Revolutionary War, where Rogers Rangers stopped the British coming down from Montreal and that ended in the Battle of Saratoga. 
And that was all baloney. And that was all baloney. Mm -hmm. And I and I couldn't figure out I, to my, in my mind that's what the movie was about. But it turns out it didn't have anything to do with Rogers Rangers. They fought during the French and Indian War, and then when the Revolutionary War was beginning, or Rogers went to George Washington and offered his services, and he got turned down because he was nuts. Yeah. He was pissed off. Well, so he was a real... Per I feel like I didn't even realize this all along. He was a real person? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Robert Rogers or... Roger. Yeah, Roger Rogers. He's Ro not Roger. Roger um, Rogers. <laughs> that would be the kind of... It's not Spencer Tracy? Robert Rogers. I yeah. feel like I didn't even realize yeah. that, that he was real. <laughs> you know, a novelization oh. of real events. Oh, I didn't... So he went... Huh. Oh. He switched mm -hmm. sides and became a British loyalist and during the Revolutionary War. Well, he did end up in Britain in the book, you know, for a while. And that's what happens in book two, I guess. They went to the Missouri River and quite a bit farther west looking for that west oh, passage. Slaughtering Indians along the So then I'm, I'm puzzling over how come in my head I have this images of like Rogers Rangers going north. They stopped the cannon that the British were moving down to go to Albany and New York City eventually. I, I don't know where I got all those images. And then I thought Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys. You, you know anything about them? Um, well, Ethan Allen, I just know furniture. <laughs> the Green Mountain Boys... The Green Mountain Boys, I have heard, I have heard of, but I don't. History is a real, like uh, a real Achilles heel for me. Right, me too. <laughs> Glad you said it, Grace. The Green Mountain Boys were in the factories building the furniture. No, they weren't. So, <laughs> so anyway, they were known sort of like Rogers Rangers as kind of guerrilla forces. Mm -hmm. They came from the Green Mountains of Vermont, and they moved the cannons like through Vermont and New Hampshire and down to Boston in the middle of the winter. And I thought, well, that's, why do I have those images? Because you were there. You were <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Come exactly. on, let's go with this. I like it. And then I realized a guy named uh, Stephen Ambrose, he wrote an amazing book about Lewis and Clark. In the, in that book, there's a lot of descriptions of things, of their boats crashing in the rapids and they're rebuilding their boats and and then I thought of The Black Robe, too. Did you ever see that? That's that a, was a good movie. Yeah, that was excellent. And same kind of time period, a little earlier, yeah, I think. intense. And then I connected to Last of the Mohicans. And I thought it must have been in there. But, but that's back to the French and Indian War. And that doesn't have anything to do with it. I haven't seen that. I guess in some ways it kind of bothered me that they changed his name from Natty Bumpo to something that was a little more cool. A little more like dashing, you know. I was like, "What's wrong with Natty?" It bothered me. So my my plea is to our listeners: if you have any idea what I'm talking about, where I have these images of cannons in the snow, you know, Walt, maybe you're you should uh, get hypnotized and looked into look into your reincarnation history. I mean, you, you could have lived during that time. In my mind, it's like I was there. I've seen this snow snowstorm in the cannon. Maybe it's a painting. So I apologize for that phony story mm -hmm. that I came up with first, and I don't know where that came from. Well, that whole process, though, like sometimes, you know, when you, you sit there and you think of a line or you think of a scene that you see, you know, and like you, you are, I usually get desperate to remember where did that come from? And I have to yeah, you know, I have to, like, even what, if it takes it? a week, I have to figure mm -hmm. out, like, oh, yeah. where that, that little seed. Yeah. I seen the elephant. Was that that line that you wrote, Wally? 
Right that you got? I seen the elephant. What was that? Remember when you did that ad? What was what was that? Was that an ad for microfilmer? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at at, at uh, the history museum, mm. he wrote some ads for us. And... That was a Civil War saying after for veterans who had come back. The it was I I had seen the elephant, meaning. They were there. They were in the middle of that. Because mm-hmm. seeing an elephant at that time was a, an amazing thing. Right. So so that's all I got for that. And I, just looking for help, someone to help me. Well, you know, when you use the word listeners, um, a friend of mine, you know, emailed me the other day. We were emailing about something else. And, he's, and, and she said, tell Wally that he has to pluralize listener because I listen frequently. Oh, great, great. <laughs> we are averaging about 12 downloads. <laughs> The, the Naked Truth title got 27. <laughs> the Naked Truth. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of, uh, I have a couple, I had dinner with a couple of friends last night and they said, oh, send me, you know, send me a link. So I'm trying to think of what episode to send them. Should I send them that one? The uh, Naked Truth? There was one recently that was really bad. <laughs> the one about mayonnaise? <laughs> That's kind of funny, that one. What about the one with eating beavers in it? That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I literally, you know, for some reason I was thinking, oh, I got to do the podcast around. And I, and I, into my mind popped the eating beavers. Yeah. <laughs> and I started laughing in bed. <laughs> Just ask them, are you into flatulence at all? Would you like to hear a few good hours on flatulence? Listen, I want to, I want to keep them as friends. I don't want <laughs> a brief history of flatulence. <laughs> flatulence. I'm surprised that hasn't been written yet. Molly, maybe you better hop on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm done. I'm done with flatulence. Also, if you do your research through Wikipedia, that's always you don't really know how much is made up anyway. That's easy. Right. You have to go to all the references and you have to make sure yes. you're getting yes. primary sources and such. Yeah. So you're going to have to go to, you know, yes. the archives. Yes, Professor Lazara. Or something. <laughs> I should just do um, AI. I should do chat GPT. Oh, you could do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I should ask GPT where I got my images of the cannons in the snow. How would you frame that query? What would you say? I think you just, just like you're talking to somebody, you just ask a question. So it's like, hey, Siri, I, I, have an, I have an image of cannons in the snow. Where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah, really. That's hmm. all you have to do. I haven't, I really haven't used it very much at all. So It, it understands. But, the, but not, they're not tapping directly into your brain. So how can they know where those images came from in your head? Oh, they are. <laughs> Don't tell me that. They are. <laughs> oh, shit. How are our phones doing? Mine's still recording. Mine is doing good. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Ha, ha, ha.